BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's up, y'all? This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. And you know that we are here to discuss life topics to grow, challenge, and transform your thinking. And today I have someone I am really excited to speak with. Her name is Wendy Wallace, and she is a wife, a mom, a Christian coach, a blogger. She uh, created some digital products. She's an author, all of those great things. But you know what? She is also doing this as a quadruple amputee. So she loves spending time with her family. Family. I love this playing with flowers, eating lots of ice cream. That's my girl because that's what I love to do. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And you can find her at Exceptional Life where she helps women rediscover God's joy and peace amid the trials of their life. And so, Wendy, thank you so much for being here. I'm also, you know, um, uh, a fan of God uh, and all that he has done in our lives and stuff like that. So, before yeah. I get into like all of your story and everything you've been through, why don't you give us a little bit about who you are? Well, like you said, I'm a wife, mom. I'm a Grammy now. Oh, nice. Isn't that fun? Super <laughs> exciting. We got kissed on the on the video chat the other day, and that was exciting. Um, I have been writing about overcoming challenges for the last four years. And the cool thing about when you write for other people, it just forces you to grow your faith yeah, and builds that relationship with the Lord. And so it's just amazing what God can do if you give it over to him. Right. And yeah, I love ice cream Playing, <laughs> and now talking. I mean, I have to add that to my bio. I, I do like to talk to my friends too. That's also good. That's also good. But I know that, you know, all of us, like we, we get to that point, Wendy, I think we get to that point where we really try to um, uh, impact other people's lives because we've been impacted. Right. Yes. And so I wanted to talk to you about that. Like you, what, what have you gone through? Because I know that I, when I read that, I was like, wow, she's a quadruple amputee that that's a very difficult, that's a challenge. That's a very difficult challenge, especially yeah. if you are an adult already had all of you. Did you always have all of your extremities and Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So you had everything and, you know, and then to go through that must have been a challenge in your heart, in your emotions, maybe even in your faith. I know mm -hmm. that there has been times where things have been really hard in my life and I've looked at God like, really? 
You know what I mean? Like, really, God? And, you know, you don't always understand, but then you understand, right? So I just kind of wanted you to take us back a little bit, Wendy, and tell us what what went on there. Okay, so we're going back to 2011. And I have three kids. They were all teenagers at the time. In fact, one was getting ready to graduate from high school. And I've always been involved in all the activities that my kids have been in. And on one, there was a Thursday night and I was coming home from one of uh, my kids' activities and I started to feel crummy. But the weird part was I had an unusual swelling Mm. on my leg and I didn't know what that was about. The rest of it, I figured, all right, I'm getting the flu. This is just going to be a fun couple of days and, you know, I'll try and sleep it off, get some rest and move on. Well, after a couple of days, it became pretty evident that this was no flu And my husband finally convinced me that we needed to go to the hospital and get it checked out. Well, in the half hour drive to the hospital, I couldn't even make it. I stopped. I couldn't breathe. And so we actually ended up calling an ambulance. They came and got me. The last thing I remember was going through those doors at the hospital and them slapping an oxygen mask on my face. Oh, my gosh. So what happened from there is they life flighted me to a bigger hospital that was able to care for me. They diagnosed me having flesh-eating bacteria. Oh, wow. And I was in a coma for three weeks. So all this fun stuff was happening behind the scenes, and I was sleeping through it. And I didn't really know what was going on. But the doctors had told my husband, she's not going to make this one. This is really bad. And truly, she's got like, less than 1% chance of survival. And my husband just looked at that doctor and he says, you know what? You don't know my God and you do not know what he's capable of. I don't believe you fix her. We're going to pray. Right. And so my family prayed, our church prayed. I was running a business from home and we had customers and business partners all over the country and word got out and everybody's praying. And in this time, they had to remove the bacteria from, you know, the flesh eating bacteria <clears throat> because it was growing. And I think it was like five or six surgeries that oh they kept gosh. going back in to take more of my person away. <laughs> and um, were you still in a coma at this point? I was. So I had no idea what wow. was happening. Wow. And at one point, though, it looked like I was going to make it. And the doctor said, okay, well, in order to really secure her and, and keep her alive with us, we're going to have to amputate. What's interesting is they woke me up from the coma to notify me of that and basically ask my permission. Because right. I think they just didn't want me surprised. Yeah. But I mean, I'd been sleeping. I right. was surprised right. anyway. Right. <laughs> right. It's not like you're going to remember if they put you back under. Right. Right. So, but you know, what's funny is I was in the hospital for two months and then a month of rehab. And that whole three month period is very fuzzy. I don't remember Mm -hmm. a whole lot, but I do remember them waking me up. I remember what my hands looked like. And you've probably seen, you know, when the blood flow has stopped going to your extremities, they're just black and nasty. I remember that. And then they said, you have a choice. We can amputate your limbs or you can say your goodbyes. And 
my husband was standing there and he was crying and I'm looking at it. I'm like, well, just do what you have to do. And then my next memory is waking up with bandages Mm. where my hands and feet had been. And I prayed. And this is what's so beautiful about this is I remember the prayer. I don't remember a whole lot else, but I do remember that prayer. And I prayed to God about uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, which we all know what that is. But it says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him and he will direct my path. Mm -hmm. And I said, Lord, I don't know what this is going to look like. How am I going to do this? How am I going to care for my kids? How am I going to cook and take care of my family and just be the mom that I assumed was, that was my life, but I can't do it without you. So I need you to guide me. Wow. That's powerful. Yeah. Powerful. So what was, I mean, I know the prayer came in, but what were the dark times in this, right? Because prayer is so helpful, right? When we're going through, it's funny because I'm talking today on my live about getting through the challenges. And um, so it's very kind of like, wow, okay, I'm talking to Wendy before my live. This is going to be awesome for me. (laughs) It's awesome. Um, What were the what were those moments, the moments that were, you know, hard for you that were you were pissed, you know, because I know when you went to go yeah. preach for something or you went to go do something, you're like, Ugh! what was that like? Well, you know, the thing is, is I don't have any memories of being mad at God. Oh, good. You know, I just I always understood things happened for a reason. There was a big, long period of what did I do to deserve this? Yeah, right? yeah. Right. Um, and through the whole process, I realized that it it's not necessarily about something I've done, but maybe the Lord needs to use me to impact other people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The hard part is, yeah, what do I do? I mean, just the other day, I my husband, you know, he's taken over the cooking. The kids have moved out. We're empty nesters now. And I'm like, well, what can I do to help? And he just looks at me like, what can you do? Just go <laughs> And I can't help but ask. It's so frustrating that, you know, one of the things that I used to love to do is cook. Right, right. I can't. I just, I I don't have the the ability to do it anymore. And I, I think it was just not being able to do mom things, to be the mom. I mean, I was there in spirit personally. I could guide them, coach them. And that's probably the biggest part of what they needed. Yeah, I was going to say I that. Needed yeah. more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, you know, yeah. Um, I needed to know, well, what is coming of this? What am I supposed to do with this? Mm-hmm, God, mm-hmm. if you allowed this in my life, then tell me why. Help me understand this. Right. And it took me a long time. Mm-hmm. We're talking like seven years of me just trying to figure my future out. So what, what what did you discover? What was it that you felt like he's guiding you to do? Well, it's funny because, you know, I've always run a business from home. Can't was a four letter word in my house, but I used it a lot and I wasn't very happy with that. It was just one day my daughter comes to me and she's about 21 and she's like, mom, we're going tubing. We're going to go tube down the river. And I'm like, 
Are you out of your mind? What are you thinking? Putting a woman with no hands and feet in an inner tube and throwing her down the river. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, no, no, it's good. We'll have fun. You'll be fine. And, you know, it's important to note that my family never saw me as handicapped. Right. That's all. I really had my mind made up about something. I was going to figure out how to do it. Right. And she convinced me that this was a good thing. So, oh, you're we, here. So you survived it, which is a good thing. We did. Well, I, I figured she wasn't gonna let me drown after everything that already happened. I probably wasn't gonna drown in a river. So we went, and you know, it was the turning point hmm. because all these years of I can't do this, I can't do that. I realized here I am floating in a river. <laughs> it was one of the best days we've had oh, since so good. my amputation, and it made me realize that I was capable that I could do stuff. Right. And I didn't have to be stuck in my pity party. That's powerful. So, you know, so many people had said, you need to write your story, tell your story. And I'm like, well, I'm no writer, but that was a day I realized, you know what, maybe I could just share my story. And I'm sure there's other people stuck in their pity party Mm -hmm. that need to know that they don't have to be stuck Mm -hmm. because optimism was always part of my life. Thank God. Right. But the, yeah, the, just the, what do I do with this? Right. Was the question that just plagued me forever and ever. Yeah. And you know what? The next hard. day I started my blog. Good. And I started writing about it. How was that for you writing that for, I mean, that was that cathartic? Did you find it helpful when you started writing your blog? Yeah. Well, you know, initially it was about, okay, this is me trying to cook when clearly I can't cook. I can't flip a pancake, (laughs) you know, but, and then I realized I don't want to write about amputations. I don't want to be the amputation lady. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about moving past the challenges. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that was where the healing came. That's so good. You know, all this time my husband's like, you know, you'll figure it out. You'll find out what your, your thing is. You'll figure it out. And then I did. And he was right. like, this is great. Because a lot of times, you know that it's called the anniversary effect. Oh, no. Where, like, let's just say, I mean, every year I remember my mom and dad on the mm-hmm. day they died. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just something that you feel. Yeah. Like, oh, this is it. And every year around the 3rd of April, I would get depressed. And I couldn't figure out why. Well, that was the anniversary. Okay. When I started writing, of course, you know, having a blog, just there's so much to it. And it kept me up just learning and learning and learning. I missed the anniversary. Oh. And I was like, wait. (laughs) Wait, I'm supposed to be depressed. depressed. (laughs) What is going on? And it was awesome. That's so good. It was so awesome. That's powerful. What's your blog called? One Exceptional Life. One Exceptional Life. And you also are now uh, a Christian coach as well, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I love that. I love that you're taking, you know, everything you've been through, you know, to impact somebody else's life. And that's what this show is about, really. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> it's funny. I'm just thinking about uh, a person coming to you boohooing about something. <laughs> very challenging for them because they're gonna, I'm going to just tell Wendy all of my issues and she's going to go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I do have to overcome that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
you know, but here's the thing. A lot of times I talk to people and they're like, well, you, you know, I got a hangnail. How can I even compare to what you've been through? And I always tell them, you know what, whatever we go through individually is so very real to us that if your hangnail is the biggest thing that's going on in your life and it's making you taking your eyes off the Lord, it's okay to make that hard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I got to tell you, um, there was a support group for amputees shortly after um, this whole thing happened. I'm like, oh, great, a support group. And I went and there was like a guy with a half a finger. (laughs) And I was like, I don't think I can do this. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And, you know, it really made me realize it's, it's not about them. It's about me. Yeah. And just the support that everybody there needs, you know, to see somebody like me come in with, you know, walking and with a smile on my face and just, Hey, everybody, what's going on? Right. (laughs) Right. Is encouraging. And and so I am an encourager. No, that's good. That's good. So, um, so you mainly work with uh, women, right? Yes. And what is your program with them? Like, how is it that you are coaching these women? A lot of folks, um, you know, we go through difficult challenges. It causes sometimes our faith to waver a bit, right? And we lose that joy and peace that comes from Jesus. Mm -hmm. We forget that it's actually there. Oh, Mm -hmm. I could never have joy in my life again because this happened. Or I wish I could be more content or or have some peace. And so I work with them to just get them back on track to rediscover that peace and joy that comes from Jesus. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, you, you know, it also sounds like, you know, um, that, I, I, well, okay, there's a couple things. So one of the things that I loved is that you said your hangnail could be the biggest thing for you. That's great, Wendy, because that tells people it's a safe space. And yes. that just because Wendy has gone through things, and I, and I say this to, to, to my um, clients as well, because I've been through a lot in my life. And so a lot of them are like, Oh God, I'm speaking to Nina. I can't have no excuses now. I'm like, well, that's not true. You know, sometimes we have to, uh, we still have to sort out the excuses. We still have to sort out what we're going through just because I've been through something and Wendy's been through something doesn't mean that we can't be there for you or relate to you when you're going through something, even Mm -hmm. if it's not as big as you think it should be. Um, because a lot of times, yes, it's true. A lot of our things that we are worried about, the Lord has already taken care of, and we shouldn't be worried about those things, but there are things that really are heavy on our hearts. And, and, um, I love Wendy that you're approaching it. Like, listen, I'm not here to compare your woe with my woes, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's what it sounds like you're doing with them. And that's fantastic. So mm-hmm. I, I was, when I was reading your bio, I know that you said to rediscover God's joy and peace in their life. Mm-hmm. So is this something you may, I know you're a Christian coach. Do you mainly work with Christian women? Yes. So mm-hmm. far. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and would you work with women outside of the Christian faith or is that really your niche? You like to stay into the, into your Christian uh, faith? It is my niche, but also I'm not opposed to that. Right. As long as they understand this is my approach. Yes. That my my guide comes from the Bible. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit talking to me through that. And if that's 
if they're good with that, sure, I will work with them. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. No, I asked because there are women out there who are not Christian, but they do not mind that. You know, like they really yeah. Because I'm a Christian as well. So, um, so tell me, like, can you give me like one or two powerful lessons that you've learned um, in these last few years that my audience can take with them? Like just like one or two things you want to leave with them to help them understand that they can overcome all of their challenges or you know, the challenges that they have in their life. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I think is super important, especially in growth is just to look for blessings. Yeah. Yeah. You know, regardless of what we're going through, I am a firm believer that there is a silver lining in every dark cloud. Mm-hmm. You know, it may not be okay. Well, I, I don't have hands and feet, but I got some really cool shoes on my prosthetic legs. Right. 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 You know, so to just take note of, the things that are good that are happening, because then when you get in those dark times, if you go back and look at your gratitude list or however you keep track of those things, agreed, you'll see that there's a lot of good happening in your life. If you take a, you know, just stop and take notice of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And also I think um, just faith will get you far. Now faith doesn't heal you. It doesn't, you know, solve the problems, but it gives you the strength and the courage Mm -hmm. to go through a relationship with Jesus gives you that courage. Mm -hmm. He's like, you're somebody that's just propping you up when you just want to crumble. Yeah. And to have that is just so much easier, I believe, than without anything at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, That's I so just true. couldn't imagine going through life without the Lord. Yeah, I mean, I tried that. It didn't work. No. <laughs> it didn't work really well, Wendy. It didn't work really well. Um, but you know what? He is, uh, He's. yeah, I, I agree with you 100% on both of those points. One of the most powerful things for me is prayer and also gratitude. Gratitude is super powerful. And one of the things I'm always uh, preaching on my show is I – I believe in at least three things of gratitude before your feet hit the floor. Mm-hmm. And like I've already said, if my behind can't think of three things to be grateful for, I'm not getting up off of that bed <laughs> until I find it. Uh, because we take all things for granted, right? We do. Think about this, Wendy, like even just right now, this conversation and people who are listening and who are maybe like uh, not grateful for things. If you have your limbs, be grateful, Right. Because yep. Wendy had to lose her limbs. So I just want people to understand that that even those things that we take for granted are so important in our lives. The fact that you woke up, the fact that you can see if you if you are somebody with visual, right? If 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 you can breathe, like if all those things are like we just take them for granted. Yeah. And I think these last um, you know, two years with this pandemic and all these other things that have happened, mm-hmm. um, it has really caused a lot of people to pause and and check it out. Right. And yeah. see what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really grateful for for you and what you're doing and the way you're spreading your message and that you're going on, you know, podcasts and stuff like that. And you're writing and all of that. Did you write your book or did you not write it? It's actually it's a it's like a 30 day devotional oh, nice. where I it was one of the first things I wrote because it started out to be like a freebie that I was giving away. And then mm-hmm. I made it bigger. But mm-hmm. 
it's just taking scripture and taking favorite quotes like I can and applying that to circumstances in our lives where we think, well, maybe I can't. And right. just reassuring folks that what you think about is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So if you think I can't, I can't, I can't all the time. Well, you're not gonna. Right. If you think right. I can do this, then you're going to take the steps to do what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I'm really glad that you are, are better. And um, I, you know, I'm sorry that that happened to you because that's like a freak thing, right? Like this flesh eating yeah. bacteria. I don't, I don't think I've ever met anyone uh, besides you who's gone through that, you know? Well, you know, it's interesting that sometimes the things that you imagine could be the worst thing that would ever happen put me into where I know what my purpose is. God has given me, remember I said, well, why did I, why did this have to happen to me? Right. I believe that God allowed it to happen so that I can live out second Corinthians one, four, which I'm not great at really quoting scripture, but basically it says God comforts us in our trials and Mm -hmm. tribulations so Mm -hmm. that we can comfort other people. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So he allowed it. I'm using it. And I'm helping other people. Yeah. And it, it's just so powerful. How can I be angry? Right. Or or even sad that it happened. I think it's yeah. turned out to be a blessing. Yeah. Which is well, kind of a weird thing to say. No, no, I get that though, because the, the anger and all that is a waste of time, honestly. It just wastes yeah. your time. Right. And it wastes your clarity. It wastes your time wanting to know the purpose. Um, and I think that because I, I am a believer, um, I, I completely jive with what you're saying. I know that people who are not believers are probably saying, oh, yeah, I gotta, you know, what a great God that he would allow that. Right. Because mm-hmm. I've, I've spoken to atheists and stuff like that as well. Yeah. And what they don't get is it's deeper than that. It's not about God doing everything for you like a fairy dust cloud, you know, like. Yeah. Not, and, and I love that you said that, that not faith is not going to always heal you. Faith is not always going to make things easy, but it is the getting through. It is the getting through. Right. Mm-hmm. Because all of us need that. We all do. We all need that helping hand that that someone to to be there with us when nobody else can be physically, but emotionally he can be there for us as well. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's a very deep thing. And I'm really grateful for you. I'm grateful that you're sharing your story. I'm grateful that you came on my show. I really love meeting you. You're very pleasant. I love it. Thank you. So are you. (laughs) Thank you. And I would really love before I let you go, I want my audience to know where they can reach you, how they can support you, read your blog, um, you know, get your book, all that great stuff. So give us all that, Wendy. Okay. Well, um, my blog is One Exceptional Life. It's the word O-N-E dot com, oneexceptionallife.com. And you can pretty much find me everywhere through there, but I am on Facebook and I welcome personal friends on my personal page right um it's w wallace one the number one and i also have a facebook group which is called women living exceptionally with joy in jesus and it's a small but growing group and we're just coming together in community to try and figure the whole thing out and and just rediscover that joy Um, awesome 
it's pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. I mean, it, to to uh, to be on there trying to discover, you'll be doing that for the rest of your life, right? Exactly. <laughs> so that's our Facebook group for life, guys. <laughs> Wendy, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you, and I love that you're here on Straight Talk. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. Nina. I'm, I'm so glad to be invited. Yeah, thank you. And guys, thank you so much for being here. Please uh, make sure that you do follow Wendy. I'll list all of her information below so that you can um, follow her, read her blog, get her book, all of that great stuff. So, And also join that um, that uh, Facebook group. Um, mm -hmm. I will make sure that uh, I think I might have it. If I don't, I'll ask Wendy for it and I'll tag it on here as well. Thank you guys so much for being with us. We know that you are here because you want to be here. So thank you so much. Like, share, subscribe, all that beautiful stuff. Until next time, guys. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.